Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters. Your host is Caleb. What is up, everyone? Hey, guys, we got some fun stuff to talk about. Um, We're going to talk playoffs for this coming week. Uh, Maybe chat some DFS if we want. Um, Big thing, though, is I got a mailbag question that I just kind of deep dove into that I thought was very fascinating that we're going to discuss. So, but let's jump in with some monster news real quick. The biggest thing that's going to affect us this weekend, Derrick Henry is going to be coming off IR. Holy crud. That does mean to me, Tennessee's in a lock for this game. I mean, Derrick Henry, let's just be honest. Derrick Henry is amazing. And the fact that Derrick Henry ended up getting hurt and not being able to play, not only killed my personal fantasy team because he was on my team, still made the playoffs because that's what I do, but didn't win because I didn't have Derrick Henry. But uh, it affected so much. I mean, he is so much to that offense. People keep saying, oh, why are we sleeping on Tennessee? Why are we sleeping on Tennessee? It's not that I'm sleeping on Tennessee. I do fall asleep on Tennessee when it comes to not having Derrick Henry on the field, though. I do not think this offense as is, is as explosive. I just don't. I don't want to see Ryan Tannehill have to take over this game. I don't think Deontay Foreman, as he has been decently efficient in some of these games, is he's not Derrick Henry. I, I just don't care. A.J. Brown lost people championships. I know so many people were upset with that. Julio Jones has not been Julio Jones this year. List just keeps on and going and going and going. Okay? So, before I knew for a fact that Derrick Henry was going to be coming off the IR, I was wondering and thinking, there's a chance Cincinnati could pull an upset here. Okay? So, now Derrick Henry is going to play. Tennessee is a lock. I just don't think Cincinnati can do a dang thing to be able to stop Derrick Henry and this offense. Derrick Henry is just massive. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say Tennessee's got this game on lock. I do think Cincinnati can possibly make it close. um, But I just don't see Cincinnati's defense being able to stand up against this run game. And then the play action game that they're going to be able to possibly do with AJ Brown later. Uh, I do love Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, especially going up against Tennessee. But it's, again, man, my opinion, my show, that's what I'm going with, guys. Sorry. Um, But to more of a fun game we want to chat about is this Buffalo's Chiefs game. Man, this is going to be one that we all want to watch, okay? So uh, three-seed Buffalo going over to uh, KC to play the two-seed Chiefs. Um, I'm really, really excited about this game, mostly due to the fact that, dude, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, man. Like, this is this is this is it. Okay. I I absolutely I I don't even know what I want to do here yet. I mean, is it is it shocking for me to tell you guys that right now the ESPN predictor has that Buffalo has a fifty two percent chance of winning this game? Just, just throwing that out there, guys. Like, I, I, I'm so back and forth on this. And the only thing that I keep coming back to is this one thing, okay? There's two defenses left, in my opinion. Okay, again, just, just my opinion. There's two defenses left that I feel are excellent defenses in this playoffs, okay? Like high quality, you know, top two, top three defense types. 
and that's Buffalo, and that's the Rams. When I'm looking at this, I think that Buffalo's defense is so that they could match up very well against Patrick Mahomes in this offense. Let's do this. Okay. Take out Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes' safety blanket. Okay. Take him out. And then all you need to do is try to figure out a way to cover Tyreek Hill. Okay. I don't, I, I mean, I think Buffalo can do this. And then when you look on the other side of the ball, I do not think Kansas City's defense matchups as, like, will match up as well to Buffalo. Let's keep in mind, last week, okay, this was supposed to be a blowout game. Was it a blowout game? Yeah, pretty much. It, it kind of was against, you know, KC versus the Steelers. But the Steelers, even in this blowout game, they still posted 21 points against this defense. Now, were they taking it easy? I really don't know. I don't care. The point is, is they still posted 21 points, okay? I do not see the Chiefs posting 42 points this week against Buffalo. I can see Buffalo scoring 21-27 against this defense. So somehow, Kansas City is going to have to find a way to post, you know, again, 28, maybe 30 points to beat this team this week. Do you think it's going to happen? Guys, I honestly don't. I, I'm going to lean this week against Josh Allen and, the, and this Buffalo team. It's hard for me to sit there and say and, and root against Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes, one, I'm going to give him a huge shout out because I do love this dude. He is a person that I like watching on the field and he is incredible off the field. Okay. Like he's just a good, genuine dude. Like he's humble. He's, he's talented. I love that. And it's hard to root against him. And because this offense is so good, but I think Buffalo is the better overall team. And I think Buffalo has been just dominating the past few weeks. So I'm going to take my shot with an upset, you know, technically being a three seed to a two seed, but it seems like everybody is predicting Buffalo to win. So I guess technically it can't be an upset, whatever. We'll find out. Um, but I'm going to take Buffalo in this game. I am. So Crazy to sit here and think about, but that's that's what I'm going to do. So uh, now let's move on to uh, let's move on to a game that we can talk about real quick. Uh, San Francisco Green Bay. So San Francisco Green Bay. Uh, you got the six seed San Francisco going up to uh, the number one seed in in Green Bay, and uh, this should be pretty lock. I mean, I think ESPN's almost at sixty five percent that Green Bay is going to win this game. So. I mean, let's be honest. There shouldn't be any reason why Green Bay would would lose this game. But here's something very interesting. Aaron Rodgers has not been very good in games where he's had a first round bye. Okay. he's. I think he's lost four out of five. Someone fact check me. But I think he's lost four out of five. He could have lost five out of five. Who knows? But I think it's four out of five. He has lost multiple times to San Francisco in the playoffs. Mm, makes you wonder. San Francisco's defense is not bad. I would always take my shot with Aaron Rodgers over a Jimmy Garoppolo. But it is interesting to think about how Aaron Rodgers can seem to not be overly successful in high-quality games. I think somebody that is, is as talented as he is has not been able 
to win playoff games. Now, let's be honest, last year, coaching error, yes, there was other errors in that game that I'm I'm not going to sit there and say was was on the coaching staff. You know, there was that where he could have ran the ball and he didn't. He threw it incomplete, things like that. So there are issues. Um, this defense isn't overly as solid as as some other. I think it's a, I think it's a good defense. It's not as good as the Rams. It's not as good as Buffalo's. Um, but I I'm just I don't know. I I do think Green Bay is going to win this game. I I hundred percent do. But I want you guys to sit there and wonder and think: Could San Francisco make this upset? Because I do think it's possible. I just do think it's slim. Let me know what you guys think. You gonna take San Francisco? Or would you take Green Bay in this game? All right. Last but not least, guys, let's chat Rams versus Bucks. Uh, so first things first, guys. Um, I'm actually going to be uh, going through this company, and it's an app that you can download if you're a, an Apple user. I think it's coming out for Android in less than a month. But uh, if you want to come listen, I'm going to have uh, some commentary. We're gonna we're just going to have some fun and some chats uh, going on um, through ColorCast. You can come find me at at Fantasy Monsters on ColorCast. You can come hang out with me in, our, in this room that I'll have set up for us all. We'll come and do some commentary about this game. We'll chat just stuff throughout it. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this game. I think this is going to be a fun game. Going back to week three, you know, the Rams ended up winning. I'm sure that left a sour taste in, in Tom Brady's mouth. But we've got two different teams, I feel like, that are going to be playing this go around. Deshaun Jackson's not there for the Rams. We've upgraded to Odell Beckham Jr. Jr. You know, um, the Bucks are missing some pieces with Chris Godwin being gone. Leonard Fournette doesn't look like he's going to be playing this week. Um, the defense is still a little banged up, but um, it's going to be a different game. But what is absolutely crazy to me, okay? I mean, I'm I'm absolutely shocked. But ESPN has that Tampa Bay's got a 65% chance of winning this game. Look, guys, I don't like to bet against Tom Brady either. I really don't. I don't think it should be that large. I I don't. I I really think that the Rams defense, especially if Tristan Wirfs can't play, Aaron Donald in that front four can dominate this game. That's it. Jalen Ramsey will take care of Mike Evans. Um, We got Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden, you know, Scotty Miller, you know, Gronkowski. I mean, there's people that are going to be able to kind of still take care of this team. Like, I, I, I don't know what else to say, man. Like, I really don't know what else to say. I, th- I think the Rams defense is good enough to take care of this offense. I do. It's Tom Brady. I get it. I hate saying it. Every time I pick against him, I swear I get screwed. You know, it's like the same thing whenever somebody does the discount double check to Aaron Rodgers, he throws for five touchdowns after, you know, whatever. I get it. But I think this is a little disrespectful to the Rams with the season that they've been having, the streak that they went on. I mean, let's be honest. They lost to San Francisco. I get it. But before that, they won five games straight. They won last week in a good game. The Bucs played Philly. And there was times in that game where the you know Tom Brady did not look on the same page with his wide receivers. Um, you know, Kayshawn Vaughn can Kayshawn Vaughn run against it? I mean, come on, guys! Like I still think the Rams have a have a better shot in this game 
than 34%. In fact, I'm going to call the upset here, and I'm going to say the Rams are going to take this game. I think the Rams' offense is good enough to get past the Bucks' defense. I think that with Cam Akers coming back and Sony Michelle being able to play on this in this backfield, I think they'll be able to run the ball very efficiently. I'm not worried. The only person I have to worry about is Tom Brady. That's it. But I think this defense can take care of it. So, guys, don't be shocked if uh, the Rams win this game this weekend. That's it, guys. We came to fight. All right, time to fight, guys. Here we go. I'm going to fight over some quarterbacks. I want to get your opinions back, so come fight against me if you want. You know, I'm short, but I can take it. We're good. Uh, I've got some quarterback needy teams. I was asked in a, in a question this past week, you know, about some possible player movements this offseason. I know it's a hot topic, you know, around the NFL as well, possibly moving. You know, I mean, let's be honest. This is just all in theory right now. Until the offseason comes in, we might get a little bit more um, closer aligned with what, what actually might transpire. But I do got some... I, I have 10 teams that I feel like are extremely needy. I could be missing some. I, I don't want to go through them all. But I do have some that I feel like are extremely needy in, in, at the quarterback position. And then I've got a couple players that I think um, could be on the move um, or possibly looked at in, in, a, you know, in, a, in a different spot or maybe even taken over. Who knows? But uh, let's chat. Here we go. I've got the Panthers. Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, obviously, I don't think are going to be, you know, or shouldn't be the starters there in Carolina. They definitely need to find a quarterback. I'm not a fan of New Orleans with Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. Obviously, the Steelers, if Ben Brothelsberger does retire. Sad to say, but I do still feel like an overweight and an aged Big Ben is still better than Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. I'm throwing Baker Mayfield on here. I still think the debacle with OBJ, you can't take a talent and look what he's doing right now in the playoffs, guys. He's the number one rated wide receiver right now to PFF in the playoffs. It's not Tyree kill or anybody else. It's OBJ. So if you can't win with an OBJ on your team, I kind of blame you as the quarterback more. So I'm curious what that's going to do moving forward, especially with this offseason surgery. I know Cleveland said that they want to keep him, but I just don't think the team's going to rally around this guy. Carson Wentz and the Colts. Colts seem to be wanting to make a move. I think it's dumb, but we'll see. Miami with Tua. Tua's not done well, guys. So Miami needs to figure out their game. I know the front office likes Tua Tungavailoa. I think from just an overall NFL's perspective, I mean, if he can't make it in year three, he needs to be done. Drew Locke and Teddy B out in Denver. That's not going to work. And then obviously Daniel Jones and the Giants. Giants need to do a complete overhaul. Some of these guys that are missing coaches and general managers and stuff, these these decisions aren't going to be coming anytime soon. But um, there's Oh, and then I can't forget this too. Washington Redskins and, and Taylor Heineke. So um, again, need to, need to figure out that situation. Now let's jump into some people that uh, could be possibly on the move. Russell Wilson to me is going to be the biggest one. He's a UFA in 24, which means he'll still be under contract for another couple of years. I think... You know, it's very intriguing um, to see what it could what it could take to kind of get Russell Wilson. Um, I, I think, dude, it's, guys, it's got to be a lot. Um, I think a good fit for him. Uh, I know he's come out and said the Giants, the Saints, and Denver. I I don't think the Giants would be it, but I I am intrigued by the Saints, and I'm also extremely intrigued by Denver. But to me, I don't know what those teams could possibly have to give up. I'm talking like is five first round draft picks even enough 
like five years of first round draft picks. I mean, Russell Wilson still is going to play for a long time, but he's going to have to take another contract after 2024 or at least restructure whatever and get it extended. Doesn't matter, but he's going to have to get paid again. So if you're giving up five first round picks and he's going to have to take a larger salary, I mean, that could be detrimental to your team. So it is intriguing. I would love to see him down in New Orleans. I think he would look so good down there with Sean Payton. And I, I just think that offense would fly, man. It would just be a really fun offense to, to, to watch. And I think even on top of that, you know, you've got Tom Brady that's going to maybe play another year. Or so we'll, we'll kind of see. He just keeps going. Matt Ryan's almost out. Carolina's got nothing. New Orleans used to dominate this division with Drew Brees and, and all of this. So I think that if Russell Wilson goes down there, they can, they can bring this team back to the glory it once was. And it wasn't what it was this year. Let's just be honest, even though they had a winning record. I, but, you know, I think, again, I think Pete Carmichael would have a, have a blast with uh, Russell Wilson down there. We also got Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you know, there's a chance that he can void out of his contract and, and no longer be a Packer this year, pending on what they're going to do in the playoffs. A lot of people are just anticipating that if Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl, he'll stay. I, if I was Aaron Rodgers, this is just me, but if I was Aaron Rodgers, even if I won a Super Bowl, the way that I've been treated and been disrespected, maybe in that that offense or in that uh, on that just that team in general, but specifically with bringing in offensive talent or keeping offensive talent there, um, I would still head out. I don't I don't see just because if I win a Super Bowl ring, that means I'm going to stay here. Um, you know, if you're disrespected at an organization, okay, they can give you more money and, and all this stuff. But like at the end of the day, you're still been disrespected. They're still going to disrespect you either way. So is it worth staying in a, in an organization where you're going to continue to be disrespected? So that's just me. Um, I, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers would pretty much fit in anywhere, but I think the most intriguing thing to me would be Denver. There was looks that going to Denver, um, in the off season, and I think it sounded like he would be interested in doing that. I know there was also talks about San Francisco. San Francisco got Trey Lance. I think at the end of the day, though, if they had a shot at taking Aaron Rodgers to come to San Francisco, I still think they would do it and then just trade away Jimmy G and probably Trey Lance <laughs> but or just sit Trey Lance behind Aaron Rodgers for a few years and see. I don't know. But I know that Aaron Rodgers was not a fan of having Jordan Love get drafted, so I don't know if he would be interested in taking you know, going over to a team that already has a quarterback and waiting. So, but we'll see. Um, but I like both of those, Denver and San Francisco. Uh, Derek Carr, there's been talks about Derek Carr going to the Colts. Um, that's the only place I'm, I've been hearing, but it's interesting. It was last year. It's this year too. Um, he's still going to be under contract for another year. He'll be a UFA after next year. But uh, I mean, it would still be interesting. I, I, I don't think as the, if I was the Colts GM, I don't think I would sit there and want to give up too much um, to be able to get a guy to come in for maybe a year, possibly two. I just don't think that's worth it, but it would still be interesting. And honestly, guys, is that a massive upgrade from Carson Wentz anyway? Like to me, it might be a slight upgrade, but like this offensive line wasn't great this year. And so like if that offensive line is just going to be as bad as it was this year, next year, I don't care who you put back there. It's still going to be the exact same result. 
Um, biggest one, possibly other than Russell Wilson, is going to be Deshaun Watson. We know for a fact. I mean, Deshaun Watson's still a U. Uh, he won't be a UFA until twenty twenty six, and dude, he's got to go to the Giants. I'm I'm loving this. I think he's going to end up um, wherever Brian Flores might end up. That's just what. That's just my. That's just what I'm thinking. And I, I'm hoping that Brian Flores either goes to Chicago and or the Giants. If I'm anticipating Deshaun Watson going to where Brian Flores is, Chicago's not going to work. They've got um, Justin Fields there. So New York makes sense. I think it would be a great place for him to be able to go into a big market, big marketplace, and to be able to figure out the future of what his career is going to look like, especially after everything that's been going on. I love the fit. I think he would look good in that blue as well. And he would transform that freaking team in a heartbeat. Just throwing that out there. Um, I have two other guys on this list just just to kind of poke around with. You know, Jimmy G, I mean, say for instance, Trey Lance is going to be the starter next year. Why keep Jimmy G on your team? You know, so there's a there's a chance that he could possibly get moved to one of these quarterback needy teams like the Panthers. Um, you know, even the Steelers, you know. You just don't know. And then I also want to throw out Marcus Mariota. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, he's been the backup now for the Raiders for a couple of years. He's looked good when he's ever when he's had opportunity to go onto the field. I don't know if maybe if the Raiders just want to move forward with Marcus Mariota and then that's why they want to trade Derek Carr. We don't know. Um, but still throwing that out there because he he has had some good years in the past. And I do think he still has the ability with that run, the, the, his rushing ability that he has to still be able to be extremely effective. Now, let's also keep in mind, guys, too, the rookie class this year coming into the NFL is not great. You know, you have Sam Howard out of UNC, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, the, these guys, I don't see any of them starting this year. Some of these will probably be first-round picks just because it's the NFL, but I don't see any of these guys starting this year. So these quarterback needy teams, if they can't get one of these free agents um, or trade for one of these guys, Man, it's going to be tough, tough sledding for another year, especially people if they have contract coming up. Like the Steelers, they have not had any secession plan past Big Ben for years. Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins isn't it. I don't think you can win a championship with these guys. I just don't. But if you, they don't go and get one of the, you know, uh, a Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, you know, God, dude, Russell Wilson would look good in that black. Yeah, that would be cool too, that black and gold. Um, but if they don't go and get one of these guys, you're not going to get a rookie quarterback this year that's going to come in and start. I would be shocked. And if they do, they're not going to be good. So let me know your guys' thoughts. Where do you think some of these quarterbacks could end up this year? What's some teams maybe that I'm not thinking about that are quarterback needy? You know, we can add them to the list. Um, which one of these quarterback needy teams would you still go in with? I mean, are you still going to be happy with Taysom Hill? Would you still be good with Tua or Carson or Baker? You know, let me know these as well. But guys, as usual, I always appreciate you guys listening to the Fantasy Monsters. Thank you guys so much. You can follow us on all of our social media pages at the Fantasy Monsters, Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Don't forget, you can come hang out with me this weekend, 2 o'clock Central Time, Rams-Bucks game. I got a room available through ColorCast where we're going to hang out. We're going to do some commentary. We're going to chat. Just have a good old time talking football. Um, come bring some questions. I'll answer them you know, live on the air with you guys. But again, just come hang out with me. You can find me at fantasy monsters through ColorCast app you can also follow me on there don't forget you can check out great way recording talk with josh dittner if you're interested in, in doing some recording as a musician or a, a singer songwriter and then as always guys check out generate health 
Generate Health at www.generatehealthstl.org. They are an amazing group here in St. Louis that are just transforming, um, you know, our community, especially in the in the black community with mothers and babies, um, being able to make sure that they are healthier in the first year of life, being able to to uh, have successful deliveries as well. So if you want to donate to them, you can visit their website and you can do donate on behalf of the Fantasy Monsters podcast or just yourself in general, if you would like. But guys, thanks again for coming and hanging out with me. I'll catch you next episode or hopefully I'll see you guys on Sunday. I can be rotten, I can be cruel, man, I can fool, but never forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for 